What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Gaelic Gridiron Podcast. Uh, and joining me is a man who is fresh off his first game as a college football punter for the Idaho State Bengals, all the way from County Leash. It's Ross Bolger. Welcome, Ross. How are you? I'm good, Jimmy. Thanks very much for having me on. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me and ask me a few questions. I know I've been looking forward to it, so. Absolutely, uh, definitely. We've been looking forward to talk to you, Ross, ever since we heard the news about your the, the big signing with Idaho State. So you played your first college game last Saturday night on the road in San Diego against the Aztecs. Like, just from looking at your social media, it looked absolutely unreal. But but tell me what the atmosphere was like there. How What was the experience like? Uh, it, was, it was so surreal, to be honest. Um, just when we first got to the stadium, like, I'd psyched myself up up all week not to like let the moment get to me or whatever but when everyone walked in first we were all just like looking up and saying wow like we just had to take it in for a few minutes Um, we kind of did a walk of the pitch got together and then um, just went inside and then kind of just knew it was business time then but yeah the, the whole experience is hard to put into words like flying down the day before just um, that was that was even cool. Just avoiding security and going through an airport and all, just straight onto the runway, a quick check, and then you're on your flight on your way. Stay in a nice hotel in San Diego and go to the beach the day before it was class experience too. And then um, yeah, just playing in the game like that itself with that much people at it was was class and it was it was everything and more that I'd hoped for as well. Well, Ross, you looked—you certainly looked like you—you you settled into it pretty quickly, and you—you you did as, as well or as better or or better even than you could have hoped. I mean, you had a fifty-yard punt at one stage, I think, so that must have been a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, yeah, that was the—that was my first one. Um, just got the snap actually a bit early to me expected, so I just caught it and just let rip as I usually do. But <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh that one, that one was a nice, a nice bomb. So I'll be hoping to get a few more of them throughout the season. But uh, yeah, that was a class feeling. It kind of took a weight off my shoulders then, of kind of nerves and different stuff like that. Because there were lads patting me on the back and giving me handshakes and all on the side sideline, delighted for me. So that was that was a great way to start the game anyway. And it certainly looks, Ross, like you settled in pretty quickly to to what is big time college football. So the Bengals are facing, I think it's uh, Idaho. Um, your your next opponent's on the road anyway. Um, so what are you yeah, expecting Utah, to kind of to see from them? Yeah, Utah State. So Utah last, State. Yeah, last week was obviously going to be a big challenge. An FBS opponent like San Diego, and then Utah State are the same. They're two, both in the Mountain West. So there are two non-conference games this year, and um, obviously the the probability of the other two in were were well was high last week and is high uh, this week. But uh, we're still a confident team. We're a young team. Uh, really proud of how we played last week, and there's been a good buzz of training this week. Um, so hopefully we can pull out a result this week. Um, but yeah, it's going to be another cool experience, like just another away day. It's only this one is only about two hours away, so we can travel on the bus that day, and uh, so it won't be too bad as regards traveling. And all. So looking forward to that one again. Just hungry for more after last week. 
back-to-back road games against, as you say, FBS teams. You know, how have your coaches gone around, gone about preparing your team for two fairly stiff tests on the road early on in the season? Yeah, well, since since I've arrived, Coach Hawkins has just preached, you know, kind of team bonding and team culture, and that suited me down to the ground. Seeing as I was I was the new guy meeting what ninety to a hundred lads like all at once and trying to learn their names and all. So <laughs> there's a great team bond here, which is uh, which is ideal, and everyone can see it. Everyone's playing with a smile on their face, which definitely helps. And then. Along with that, you you're gonna to want to uh, play hard as well. Like if you're best friends with the lad beside you or whatever, you're gonna to want to play hard for each other as well. So I think that's where that's where that kind of helps the, the football team as well. So there's a great bond, and um, just because of that, everyone's been putting in hard work day in and day out. <sighs> I get the sense, Ross, that Idaho is a little bit different from County Leash, at least on the outside anyway. But tell me, how have you adjusted to life in the in the States? Yeah, um, I didn't really know what to expect here. Like, I obviously had my visit here, but I only got to see the place for less than 24 hours. So it was kind of going into it a bit blind. But um, yeah, it's a cool spot, to be fair. I'm, it's easy to say that when the weather is class now but when uh when winter comes around it'll be it'll be snow up to my knees probably so <laughs> i i'll let you know then how, how much i like it but i know it's it's hard to complain it's a cool spot there's like yellowstone national park is two hours up the way i've heard great things about that but even the views around here there's nice hills mountains places to go like kayaking there's there'll be loads of winter sports uh, obviously in the winter but yeah it's a, it's a cool spot the campus is very nice and um, yeah it's obviously very different but uh, I've adjusted fairly well. Speaking of adjustment you've obviously gone from playing one sport at an elite level to playing a completely different sport and also at a, a very high level so had there been any challenges with regards to adjusting to playing American football or has it been fairly seamless for you? I know there obviously is challenges, you know. It's a, it's a completely, it is a completely different ball game. Uh, it's definitely a different culture surrounding it as regards even your relationship with the players and the coaches. I think um, there's been, it's kind of all like there is a lot of kind of lads doing handshakes and all that before games and stuff you wouldn't get in a GA dressing room at home, but. Even stuff like a speaker blaring before practice and stuff like that, and speak or the when we train in Holt Arena as well, the there's just constantly tunes going, so everyone's in a good mood. It, it's definitely a different environment. And then, as regards uh, actually playing, um, it's obviously different as well. But thanks to um, obviously Tig's training for the last year, I've done with him has got me completely ready for it and adjusted to the to the change as well. So what drew you to Idaho State Ross and what appealed to you about the, the university to make you to make you choose to want to go there and accept a scholarship to play American football there? Uh, it was definitely the way uh, coach Cody Hawkins and special teams coach Jesse Thompson were talking to me about this environment here. Um 
it, they said it was a tight knit community here in Pocatello. Like everyone lives and breathes their football. Um, like kind of reminded me of that community back home and say GAA where just in in your small town all people root for is say the local football team and it's the same here you walk around here and uh, everyone's wearing just black and orange and they'd come up and chat to you away and they're all really friendly but um it was that obviously I said earlier but that that team uh, environment as well coach Hawkins was talking about it. he's obviously a new coach there's a new coaching staff and he said his main goal is to bring everyone together and you can already see the second I landed here I could see that there was lads coming over and welcoming me and taking me under their wing and stuff and showing me around and uh, that's definitely going to lead to more wins on the pitch as well what game is circled on your calendar, Ross? Is there a game, one game in particular, you're look, you're really, really looking forward to playing, or are you just excited for the experience in all the games? Uh, obviously, all the games will be will be class, but um, I know a lot of the Idaho State people don't like the Idaho Vandals, the University of Idaho. <laughs> so I think everyone around here kind of circles that game every year. And we both have stadiums indoors, so they call it the Battle of the Domes. So I'd say that one will be um, will be a good game to you know keep an eye on. I've actually I've seen the indoor stadium on social media. It's a bit of a rarity for college football programs, I think, to ha- to have an indoor dome. Is that because of the weather, or is it just by by design that it's like that? Um, I'd I'd imagine. It is because of the weather, because like if, you know, if you had that outdoor pitch during the winters here, you wouldn't be, you'd barely be able to get onto the pitch, I'd imagine, uh, from what I've heard of how, how um, thick that snow is. But um, it really, it really suits me though, as a, for a kicker, you know, and a punter to um, have that. No wind whatsoever. No wind, you're at high elevation, and that obviously came into my choice in picking Idaho as well. Um, but yeah, it's it we kind of have the best of both worlds because we have an outdoor astro pitch as well. So whenever we're playing a game outside, it's not like we're completely blind to the say the wind or the conditions outside. We'd practice outside as well, so it's nice to have both. I'd say this there's this some atmosphere in that indoor stadium even when you're practicing with the music going so I can only imagine what it's going to be like when it's at full tilt for a home game as well yeah everyone there's there's a buzz around campus as well as the home opener the home opener that's week three and uh, Saturday week so it'll be class to see I'm looking forward to it um because yeah even during our scrimmage games in August where we were playing each other there was a few, um, few, few kind of family members and a few even college students that come in of a Saturday evening and watch us, and there was a bit of a buzz around. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what, uh, what uh, the our college students and other college fans, just general fans, have to offer for us. But hopefully, we can give them something to cheer about as well. Absolutely, and it'll definitely be exciting to play your first home game in front of the home crowd. Ross, you mentioned working with Ty Gleeder there and, and the preparation you put in for 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 going to play college football. 
looking back at the recruiting trip that yourself and Ty and others went on, you know, that just looked absolutely insane from the outside. Like, what was it like to be in, in the middle of it going around all these these specialist camps at, at D1 colleges? Oh, it was absolutely mental, really, looking back on it. Um, that was that was a mad trip, but uh, oh, it was one of the coolest trips I've obviously ever been on. Um, just going place to place, like... Obviously, I'm football mad, so seeing different facilities for 10 days in a row, I was just in dreamland, really. And then getting to getting to kick at these kind of high-profile high camps at UConn and Boston College as well was just a class experience. And then you get to know lads as well. You get to know other kickers and other lads that are going, oh, did you hear this lad went to this college or that college and all? So, um yeah, it was a it was a class trip and fair play to Tyke for putting it all together because I know his his head was wrecked for, for <laughs> weeks before before um we got on that flight. I I can imagine there's a bit of a fraternity among college football kickers and probably specialists in general. So is that kind of something that you're that you're proud to be part of now? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um. Like even the the specialists here, we all get on really well. They kind of they were so welcoming of me as well, and they were kind of the one the first ones to show me around the spot and like don't do this or do that as well, and bring me to get my bring me to get my gear here and showing me this and that. And then when you when you like as I said, when you get to know other specialists in other colleges, like you're uh, they're really nice as well, and everyone's kind of rooting. Obviously, you want your team to win, but they'd come up to you and say, hey, a great game or whatever, or best luck the rest of the season, I know. There was, after a game in San Diego last week, the lads were coming up to me saying, hey, we watched your film, watching uh, your kick left and right and stuff like that, which is really cool to hear. I wasn't really expecting that. Didn't think there'd be too much <laughs> film for them to watch on me yet. So that was cool to hear. And before you mentioned that you're you're football mad, like be, before you committed to Idaho State, would you have been a college football fan, or would you have had any had any awareness of the of the the sport there in terms of college football? Yeah, so it started off uh, twenty fifteen. We started sporting the the Steelers. So um, yeah, so I've been listening to your podcast as well. So that's. <laughs> That's the, that's the that's the other podcast, Ross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, but um, yeah, no sport the Steelers and just was mad into it. So um, would watch the NFL every Sunday and uh, then I'd say it was two maybe two or three years down the line I started um, started noticing hey this this college football is fairly big as well and yeah. so I was kind of. I, w- I w- wouldn't say I've watched as much games like on Saturday nights around, but I'd always watch the highlights the next day, you know, and keep an eye on track and see who's who's trending in the draft and stuff like that. And then um, just I never really had a college team that I supported, but uh, I kind of just got kind of dribbed and drabs of different college gear that I liked through the years, which, you know, so now I'm playing in my own spot and I've I've loads my own Idaho State gear so I can throw the rest of them out or give them to someone else. That's the best part about playing college football, Ross, isn't it? The free this free the free swag. Yeah, yeah, like this after an hour of me arriving I had a school bag just filled to the brim with, you know, different shoes and different gear and this and that and then 
last week and we were leaving we got travel gear as well polo tops and different stuff like that and yeah makes you feel like you're on top of the world really <laughs> so we're seeing a bit of a boom now at the minute of ex-GEA players going to to punt at D1 at top college football schools and of course it was really started by with David Shanahan back in 2021 and now there's yourself and also Ronan who work with Tyke as well is this something that you can just see getting bigger and bigger as you know in the next couple of years with the awareness that you guys are bringing to the possibility of GAA players going to kick at college football level? Yeah, 100% I can see it. Um, I mean, like like Tiger was preaches, like like striking a ball for us is natural. It's it's what, what we've grown up with through the years. And this is striking the ball. And obviously it's, it's not going to happen overnight. But, you know, with the right train, like in what Tiger set up back home, like I can see loads and loads more being interested. Like me and Ron and Andy all all kind of started our train without without have anything to base it off. Say true tie, so like oh this lads out here. But now lads back home looking at us can say, well like if this lad can do it, sure why can't I? And I can I can see that trend continuing for for years and years. So um, I mean all I can say. To people back home is just even give it a try and you don't know what'll what'll happen. That's all I did. If I was if I was going when I did my first session with Tiger, I was going up to see if I was gonna be any good. And if I wasn't I would have just packed it in and just went home. But uh you know, like just taking that chance has landed me here with this unbelievable opportunity. So yeah, no, definitely hundred percent I can see more Irish doing this and they have the ability to without without did you ever, when you went down for your first session with Tiger, the first time you kicked in American football, could did you honestly think that you'd be sitting where you are now playing Division One college football for the Bengals? No, without without no, like I probably when when Tiger first telling me, oh, well, you could actually do this, like I I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know if that meant, oh, you can play like maybe walk on at Division Three or something. I didn't know what it meant. I probably. Probably would have took it at that time, like I didn't have a clue. Um, but now, just you know, from growing strength to strength every week, like this dream became more and more believable. And uh, yeah, so it's just a credit to Tig for for getting me in this position as well. How well do the do the skills that you honed as a GA player transition into into punting? We've seen in some of your punts you. I think it's a kind of a rolling out punt style that you've adopted. So is it is it kind of has it just been completely natural for you to 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 kick a to kick an oval ball instead of a round ball? Yeah, like Tig said to me from like my first few punting sessions that yeah that that kind of rugby style rollout is definitely your best asset because it, like I can spiral as well, but the spiral the pocket punt spirals they're just a bit harder to master for someone who has come from our background, like we kind of have that tendency, even when you're kicking a, foot, a GA football or a, or a rugby ball to kind of turn a bit to the side. So that natural rollout to the right is just something that clicked for me straight away. So yeah, I always had a, always thought I had a big kick for GA and rugby and um, like was a full forward. So it would have taken a lot of freeze and stuff. So once I, uh, 
once I made that transition, like just getting a big boot on that ball from rolling to the right was just it did come natural, and then it just came with a few a few t- different tweaks and techniques, obviously. But I did have that natural ability. And do you think that the GAA style or the the style that Irish kickers are employing does it make it harder for the return team to kind of corral the ball and read the pattern of the ball in the air as it's coming towards them? Yeah, most definitely. Um, because all their lives they're used to getting this spiral ball that like they'd know the ins and outs of that rotation and all. But for this one, this one's end over end. They they start questioning themselves. Even my teammates have said it in training. That ball is kind of moving ever so slightly as it's coming down one of the players last week our punt returner said to me I know exactly what the lad on the other team saw he was talking about that ball kind of moving in the wind and all um so yeah no it's definitely an addition when you can you know um kind of put put their punt return to a to a halt in any way like that so you're at Idaho State now for the next two years, I believe. Is that correct, doing a Masters? Yeah, yeah. What's What's the plan for after? I mean, a couple of months ago, you never thought you'd be here, even at Idaho State. Like, are you dreaming about the NFL? Like, is that the end goal for you? I mean, I personally think that the sky's the limit, so you have to, you, I think you kind of have to be. Yeah, well, obviously, um, I think everyone's goal when you're in playing Division One college is to, is to play at that next level. Um, and you have to dream big. Obviously, I wouldn't wouldn't be here if I didn't dream big. So, um, yeah, that's definitely the dream. Obviously, but uh, we'll see how it pans out. Because all I can do at the minute to make that dream possible is just to you know keep getting better every week, keep improving, and um, yeah, like as I said, this is only week one, and um, thoroughly enjoyed it so far, and. Um, just yeah, need to keep the foot on the pedal for the next two years, and then after that, I'll see where I end up. If it if it doesn't pan out, I know I'll give it everything, so I'll you know be all right with that. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> going to be interesting to see. Well, you're flying the Steelers flag over there, so they they might start keeping keeping an eye on you. Hopefully, uh, that yeah, that would yeah. be that would be the ideal situation, wouldn't it? Being drafted by the Steelers. Oh yeah. Um, that's what I've been doing in Madden for years, just draft myself by the Steelers. So, uh, yeah, to have that done in real life would be, that would be a mad one. That would definitely be a dream come true, yeah. But, uh, Ross, I have one I'd, final I'd question for you. I, uh, sorry, I started to cut across you. I have one final question for you. So I've been informed to uh, to ask you about Bucko Ball from an, an, an anonymous source on Instagram do you oh, want to yeah. fill me in at this? I see, I see the smile there. Do you want to fill me in on what Bucko Ball is? Yeah, Bucko Ball. That's a that's a game Matthew O'Brien came up with. Uh, so we <laughs> nicknamed him. Bucco. He, uh, yeah, he's been one of the lads that's been kicking with Ty again for a lot for, since last September as well. And he's a gas, he's a gas lad. Um, he made his debut for the Irish Wolfhounds under 19s, I think there last in Donnybrook that time and um, yeah he's another lad who's training with Tyg and who's improving every week as well but uh, yeah Book of All was basically a game we played in Clontarf where there's a brown pole you know on those um, 
goal stopping net and then if you hit it you get say three points and if you get close one point and all but uh, after that we just start calling Matthew uh, Bucko so that was uh, yeah he's a gas young lad and I hope he does well in the kicking as well I know he will but yeah that was funny I, did, I wasn't expecting that question now to be honest <laughs> That's why I, I kept the best for last for us. Listen, really, really, uh, really, really looking forward to seeing how you get on the rest of the season. Thanks for jumping on with us and uh, best of luck. We'll, we'll definitely be keeping an eye out for you. Unfortunately, the Idaho State games seem to be in the middle of night, so it's kind of hard to watch them live, but yeah. enjoy watching the highlights the next day and, and seeing you. I think the one video you sent me, the, the, the punt block team just about got you as you got the ball away. So yeah. we'll hopefully have yeah. less of those close calls. Yeah, no, I remember that. That was that was very close. I kind of got or got it off, and then next thing there was a lad bumped into me straight away. I probably should have went down and looked for a flag, did a bit of an acting, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they were they were coming in hot, so I have to get it off quick. Yeah, but um, thanks very much for having me on. I really appreciate it, and I enjoyed it a lot. Absolute pleasure, Ross. Look, all the best, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jimmy.